I'm excited to let you know that the sponsor for the podcast for the month of August is Buck Knives. We're doing a really great giveaway, the Buck 119 and the Buck 112. I personally own both of these knives, and they're fantastic, and I love the Buck Company, Christian Company, with every single box you get, you get the message of salvation on a little card and a call to repentance. It's just fantastic. Listen to their ad and then enjoy the show. Every hunter knows that it's not about the success, it's all in the pursuit. The new Pursuit series of fixed blades and folders by Buck Knives has you covered. Proudly made in the USA, the Pursuit series is available in two sizes, large with or without a gut hook and small. The non-slip handle will keep your knife comfortably in hand while you process your harvest. Gear up for the season at BuckKnives.com. While you're there, use promo code BUCK20 at checkout and save an extra 20%. For a limited time, offer expires September 1, 2019. Valid only at BuckKnives.com. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor. Come alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. This is episode 55. I'm going to talk to you today about biblical worldview and education. We're continuing the series, and we have arrived at talking about homeschool, public school, and private school, and then what does it look like to be a lifelong learner? Let's pray. Lord, we need direction and wisdom. When we start talking about home, public, private school, people get really, well, nervous, angry, passionate, feeling condemned, all of the above, all these different emotions. Give me wisdom to talk about these things and help me to equip these pastors or soon-to-be pastors or elders to help their people navigate the education of their children and grandchildren in just thinking about education in general in the most biblical way we can. In Jesus' name, amen. I was sitting in a class, Wednesday night class, and it started. There was a proponent of public schools who spoke up and said, I don't know why anybody would homeschool or private school because we need to be salt and light. And we need to not shelter our kids, but send our kids out into the world to change the world. And then piped up the homeschool, the homeschool mom, or I think it was a homeschool grandpa, actually. And he started into this guy and said, oh, no, the only way to do it is homeschool. I'm not going to send my kids to the wolves. We need to train our kids before we send them off. And then the Christian school person began to speak up and talk about why Christian school is the only option. And as your church grows and as they have children and as their grandbabies get to go into school, this is going to be an issue that could be very, very divisive. And you need to think through biblically what is education and why do we do this? And you need to, by the grace of God, bring a biblical worldview to help your people think through these things in the best way they can. It's very hard as a parent to know what to do with your children. And so to have a, a view of the scriptures in mind and some godly counsel would go a long way just to help young families and then even help your church who may disagree with some choices to be gracious with each other as we parent and train up our children in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. So let's look at education in general first, and then let's look at those three options again, and then let's ask some really big questions and we'll just see kind of where this goes. So education in general. In the Bible, the only government education that we see that would be comparable to the United States education or any sort of public school system is in Babylon. And Babylon took Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, 
uh, Daniel, and they indoctrinated them in the practices of Babylon. Now, God was gracious to those three, and they were the only three out of God's people that still maintained uh, what we could call a biblical worldview. Now, we don't need to take them as an example and say, see, some people can survive. Uh, We need to think deeper than that. We don't need to just automatically assume because the public school system is the way it is that that's just the way school's always been and that's the way it should be. We need to ask those bigger questions first. So education in general is something that people do for the long haul. God has told us to use our minds. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, the Apostle Paul tells Timothy to think, use his mind, think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. And as people, we want to be thinkers so we can understand God's word and we can understand God's world. God has made our whole bodies, and we don't want to go through life simply feeling our way through life. By the grace of God, we want to think over the things God has said. And education is a way for us to better understand God's word as a whole and God's word as a whole. Now, we know that from one generation to the next, that parents are commissioned to train up their children in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. We hear it just in Ephesians chapter 6, where fathers in particular are commissioned. Father, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. The discipline and the instruction of the, of the Lord of the next generation is in the hands of the parents. The famous passage in Deuteronomy 6 says the same thing, where as we go on our way, we're to teach our children the commandments of the Lord. We should diligently keep these commandments, and then here's what it says. And these words I command you shall be on your heart. You shall teach them to your children, and shall walk in them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them on the sign of your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your your eyes and you shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. The expectation is that God's people were going to train the next generation as their living life. Meaning there's a lot of time in the day to be able to bring your kids with you, to teach your kids. Clearly in the Bible, both New Testament and Old, the responsibility of raising up children in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord, educating our children, is the responsibility of the parents. Now, If we're settled on that, and if we're settled on education being more than simply a classroom, but it being about as we go, then I think it will help us as we understand these different options we have before us to make the best decisions possible. And I want to be gracious here, but I want to work through these, and then I want to talk a little bit about Illinois politics and education in Illinois. But the whole goal with education is to build a lifelong learner. You want to train them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, and then you want them to be a learner for life. We don't want our kids to check out their mind. We want them to be engaged in this world and equipped to manage life and to honor the, honor the Lord and all that they're doing. And so these three options are in front of us, public school, private Christian school, and homeschool. So let's just go through the, the pros and cons. Public school. The proponents of public school, sending kids to public school, are those who want to be salt and light. At least that's the, that's the mantra. We want to be salt and light. We don't want to shelter our children. We want to do everything we can to steward our children well, to teach them, equip them, put them around non-believers, and make them culture shapers. So we want them to be in public school to do that. And there are godly people who really believe that. 
and they're praying through the best they possibly can, and they're wanting to, and they take home very seriously, and they sit down and they catechize their children, they do family worship at home, and, and by the way, if you're not doing that and your kids are in public school, then there really is no justification whatsoever for public school. If you're not teaching your children and, and ta- making that primary, then there's no justification for it, because they're not being equipped. And the public school system loves, loves, and the government loves when Christians send their kids to public schools and then they don't take the home seriously because the government has been catechizing our children for decades on end and continues to catechize our children. And they've been doing a better job discipling our children than Christian parents have. And before Christian parents so quickly just throw our kids into public school, you really need to consider if you're going to disciple your children and all the rest of your life. Because if not, the worldview they're going to be baptized with will not be a Christian worldview. It'll be a secular worldview. And for so many people wondering about why so many millennials walked away from the faith, it's because we just went to public school and a majority of our parents didn't take discipleship seriously in the home. And so we picked up our worldview from those who were discipling us the most, the public school system. If you use that option, you have to take home discipleship seriously. Now, for the others who are looking at this and just saying, just completely appalled that anybody, you know, would, you know, send their kids to public school because those people are out there. There has to be grace to one another. When we're in a church, this is something that can be massively divisive if we don't give grace to one another. We need to make sure and know that there are people, parents, praying through these things seriously. Okay. Now, there's another caveat about Illinois public schools we'll get to here in just a second. So that's public school, not private school. There is a big push and wave over the last 30 years for classical Christian education. And a book that I would highly recommend you to read would be Recovering the Lost Tools of Learning, by Douglas Wilson, and The Case for Classical Christian Education by Douglas Wilson. Those are two really, really good books about thinking through classical education through the lenses of the Bible. And it's fantastic, and it challenges people to uh, consider a rigorous education for your children and, and be able to train your children in ways that are better than most people can train their children at home when it comes to just the mind. So the rigors of classical Christian education, the argument is, can be greater than the rigors of homeschool education. Therefore, we're going to have better equipped people to go out into the world, better equipped dads and moms ready to go out and change the world through their family and through their work. So that's Christian school, classical Christian school in particular, and then homeschool. Homeschool, the proponents, which we homeschool right now, and I'm a homeschool proponent, uh, I want to have a hand in raising my children. I believe Ephesians chapter 6, and I want to do that the best that I possibly can. And so we believe that before our children can be tools to go out and change this world, before they can be salt and light, they actually have to be salt first. And my children are not yet Christians, and they're not yet salt, and they can't yet carry a biblical worldview to a Christian school because they don't have one yet. And so, by God's grace, I want to train them, and my wife does a fantastic job, Jordan, of training them, and by the grace of God, hopefully, they will become Christians, and they will have a biblical worldview that they can take to this world when ready. Now, there are another re- there's another big reason that we don't want to do public schools in Illinois and why anybody here listening to this from Illinois are really going to have to be praying through this over the next couple years. And this is borderline uh, it, to where it's going to be borderline sin or not to send your kids to public school. 
in Illinois. And this is coming down the road. And if this is true, what the statement is, is, is aiming at here, then the first to be thrown into the prisons, it's not going to be the Christians' adults with the worldview. It's going to be our children that carry a biblical worldview into the public schools. Because this is the aim and the goal of Illinois public schools. Here's what State Senator Heather Stern says. One of the best ways to overcome intolerance through education is through education and exposure to different people and worldviews. An inclusive curriculum will not only teach an accurate version of history, but also promote acceptance of the LGBTQ plus community. Now, in Illinois, Illinois politics and policies and education, the government schools want to catechize their children. They want to give us a worldview, and what they want to do is have Christian parents give their children to the public schools so public schools can indoctrinate the children and turn them against the parents, those bigoted parents. And if we actually do train our children to be warriors, if you send your kids to public school and they go in there with a biblical worldview, it will be them that are the first to go to prison, not you. Now, let's bring it all together. Whatever we do... By the grace of God, with our education, we don't want it to be simply mathematics and history and science and physics. We want to teach them that the Bible informs all of those things. There is no neutral ground. When math, when you come to math, 2 plus 2 equals 4 because of God's sovereignty. It always equals 4 because of the order of natural law that God established. Those are the things that our children need to know. When they come to history, we don't just look at history through a non-providential lens. We look at history through a providential lens. When we come to Dunkirk and we watch the movie Dunkirk, we tell our sons, that's not actually how it went. And we talk about God's providence and fog and the steam and the prayers of his people in in and throughout England. We talk about history through through the lenses of it really is God's story. You know, we'll get goofy for a second. His story. That's the goal. Is, is teaching our children that there is no neutral ground, that God d- has no stake in. It's everywhere. So as we're training them in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord, teaching them, we need to, by the grace of God, teach them that all of life belongs to God, it's all His, and educate them with those lenses. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit theshepherdscrook.co. For care and counsel, please call, text, or email to set up a session. You can follow The Shepherd's Crook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please consider sharing this episode and leaving a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you use. And let me encourage you to remember Jesus Christ.